and welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name's Grant. And this week we're going to cover Attack on Titan, Season 4, Episode 7. This is usually what we do on Wednesdays, so if you're a first-time listener, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, welcome back to everyone who has been listening. It's been awesome seeing you guys interact and, and watch people discover the podcast, so thank you, thank you. Very humbling, thank you. And at the top, I want to thank uh, the artist for this week's fan art that we're using in our thumbnail, which might be my favorite so far. It's, uh, this is from EnzoFernandez.art on Instagram, and he also has Twitter handle, which is PKBlitz, and that's spelled P-K-B-L-I-T-Z on uh, Twitter. Super killer uh, thumbnail. Insane. Insane. <laughs> you, said, you said that to me, and I immediately dropped what I was doing, and I just zoomed in on the art. <laughs> yeah, man. Some of the favorite ones that I've seen so far have, have ironically all been from that moment like the uh long-haired Aaron mm. transformation at the, what was that at the end of episode four yeah or five, uh, five yeah yeah so much cool art that that has inspired really really great to see thank you for letting us use it thank you um so we're gonna you know we're gonna continue to play with the formula of the podcast before we really jump into like gushing over all the fun stuff of this episode and gush we will <laughs> yeah there's lots of cool stuff that happened and lots of, lots to dissect but uh, we'll start with a quick summary of the episode and I'll kick us off here so episode season four episode seven titled assault so the scouts and Marley face off as the beast cart and jaw Titans join the battle. Aaron attempts to break the Warhammer Titan's shell with no success. The Warhammer Titan impales Aaron, but eventually runs out of stamina. Aaron shifts into his third Titan so far and rejoins the fight. During the battle, Marley appears to have the advantage early with a higher number of Titans and greater firepower. It, we seem relatively outclassed at this juncture. However, Armin's arrival triggers a major shift in momentum when he wipes out Marley and reinforcements in an explosion. Galliard breaks rank to attack Aaron. Levi presses the brief hole in defense to take out the Beast Titan. The scouts press the advantage. Sasha and John take out Piek and her crew. But Falco interrupts before the killing blow can be dealt on Piek. Galliard engages with Aaron. During their fight, Aaron realizes the Jaw Titan's claws and jaws are strong enough to damage the shells, encasing the Warhammer Titan. The purpose of guiding lights are revealed when an airship carrying Hanj and Armin arrives to rescue the scouts. Galliard goes for the airship, but his shift, uh, his shift and focus is used against him when Mikasa cuts off his legs. Aaron uses this chance to improve the inclusivity of the cast and convert Galliard into a full-on quadriplegic. Next, he forces the now limbless Galliard into nutcracking the shell, protecting the Warhammer Titan. Aaron swallows the, Aaron swallows the spoils and inherits the Warhammer Titan. Next, he gets ready to eat Galliard for dessert, but Falco and Gabby's cries rouse a sleeping, narcoleptic Reiner, who awakes to confront Aaron. Roll credits. Fucking juicy, man. Oh, Dave. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> this is a pretty killer episode. Best. Uh, in, its, in its own way, very action-heavy, like beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, might be weird saying it, but probably like the least... The least lore yeah. and the least conversational pieces through the episode. This was straight up business the whole time. Yeah, we got like just a lot of confrontations took place. It's so cool how this show is like really, really good at lore, character interaction, conflict, etc. But then you can have just an action packed filled episode where actually like a lot happens, but at the same time, not a lot happens. Mm. 
Um, we don't get a ton of like, you know, lore dumps or exposition. It's just like, okay, we've had enough of that. And now we need to, now we need to hash some things out. <laughs> and, you know, like, like any good show or movie, you know, I, I, it honestly felt like this episode was five minutes long. You know what I mean? Like it was, it, it probably one of the most better blended episodes this season. It was just very seamless from like beginning to end, you know, like, I guess it's all in the same spot, right? Like, I guess the one exception is when we cut to Aaron in the harbor. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's not like we're jumping from, like, across city to battlefield. To, or like, Armin rooms. in the harbor. Or Armin, sorry. What did I say? Erwin? Aaron. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, it just, it was, like, kind of, I, I finished it, and I was like, there's no way. This must be a short episode. But it was, you know, it's full length. It's just, I was completely, you know, captured by this episode. I agree. I have the same problem, like, it just goes by too quick when I'm watching it. I'm like, after amazing stuff happens, I'll pause and be like, oh God, how much le- How much is left? Only five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it, it's rough. It's like when you have a really, really good meal, you're like, oh, this is going away way too fast. I need yeah. to do more. You don't want it to end. And it's, but yeah, this, they so much, so much was packed in such a small, you know, yeah. a small episode. Unreal. Like, it is unreal, and I wanna I wanna make note of how unreal it is. Just for anyone, any new listeners or people that think maybe we're overhyping this, I have a piece of trivia for you. After the release of this episode, Assault, Attack on Titan now has three out of the five highest rated TV so TV episodes of all time, including the number one spot on IMDb.com. Holy cow! Is that but is that user generated yeah, yeah, yeah. or is it's, that it's like all uh, user voted? So obviously there's like a recency bias problem there. Sure. Um, but I mean the number two spot is Ozymandias by Breaking Bad. Oh, that's which a good I one. think you know all time classic definitely holds up. Yeah. Um, the number one spot is Hero from last uh, last season. The episode was called Hero. It's when uh, Levi faces the Beast Titan and Armin oh. sacrifices himself. That's a good one. Which is a pretty great episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, definitely users are appreciating this. People are loving it as much as we are. Yeah, oh, for sure. This the this has by far been the best season, in my opinion. Yeah, I was trying I, to, yeah. uh, just briefly, I was trying to explain this to someone who's, my you know, the lady who's going through this show right now. And I was like, it feels like a different show, but... Mm. In a, in a weird way, like it's very much the show and you're very invested, but it feels like season four is what everything has been building to Absolutely, be, because we have so many answers now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost, and I don't say this to try and throw salt, but it's almost like if the last season of Game of Thrones didn't flop because mm. Game of Thrones had so much build. For sure. And you just wanted to know how is this going to end? And every reveal we've had so far Every major question that's been answered, every giant conflict that has you know cl- has come to a close, and there's a loser and a winner. It has yep. been immensely satisfying. It's it's hard not to sound so hyperbolic about this season because like yeah. you know it is it is the the finale. We have had all this you know all all this build up, but like I think we're enough episodes in at this point to you know truly say like the payoff. You know, like even with just within the season, like the payout, like the buildup of the season, like, you know, forget all the stuff that's happened, like the previous three seasons, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's just all, you know, it's a Christian, like it's clearly starting to crescendo, like the, you know, the, you know, f- fan service, not in the, you know, uh, it's just, it's all there for us. Like we're getting answers, we're getting the action 
and Aaron is just the Aaron has taken the stage as like really what a change of character he has had. Like we had talked about this before, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's had the time, the four years to kind of, you know, think and change. And you know, you had mentioned a few times, like they're not kids anymore. This episode just really showed like how hardened and trained Aaron is now. Like the multiple like Titan, you know, shifts and the, you know, moving on, like the the quick tactical thinking on the field. Like he's a completely different character. It's unreal. Very tactical is a good word. Very emotionless, yeah. detached, yeah. goal set. Mm. Um he's I agree though. He's front and center of yeah. in all the conflict. He's not panicking or losing his cool. And I think if you think back to season three, there there were a lot of hints there. Mm. You know, like to, in those last two episodes when they discover the truth, you see Aaron, the truth really changes him. Yeah. Um, you know, when he finally gets to see the ocean or the sea, like he, you know, he's, he's not filled with rage and exasperated. He's exhausted. He's like, mm. if, will it finally be over if we go and do all this? And then when they, when they're on their way to the harbor do you remember they encounter a Titan in the last episode of season three, part two? He, oh, he makes the reference like, he says, leave him alone, he's a patriot. He says, oh, a fellow patriot. A fellow patriot, yeah. Like, you can tell his whole his whole perspective has changed. Yeah. And then, who knows what he's been up to over the last four years, but whatever it was, it brought you to where he is now in this mm. episode. And it, it's clearly a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really hope, I hope we get to see some of that. And... You know, yeah. there's, it was, it was nice this episode and like, obviously we're going to get to like finer details and moments, but there was a moment with Gene. I don't know why out of any of like the, the original, you know, the original cast that stuck out to me, but there's the moment where like he has the shot mm-hmm. to take out Falco and Piek mm-hmm. and you know, it, he even says in the episode, oh, like, am I losing my touch? You know, mm-hmm. but like he went for that shot. That shot would have landed if yep. Piek had not released the steam. Because he even says that was it the steam or was, or was it, it you know me? it wasn't me, but like when that when that scene had happened, I was like oh, I really really want to see like a full twenty minute episode of like what this, happened to these people. What, what happened to these people? But even I would honestly I would settle for the other end of Aaron's letters. I want to see all of them in a room. I want to see who's like no like Aaron's right. Cause obviously, you know, Flock is like you know he wants he's sided with Aaron. He's the only really one that's been like vocal mm-hmm. so far in like the two episodes so far with the conflict. And I just want to see like Jean and you know and and we got Hanj this episode. Like yeah. you can tell she's fully in. Yeah. You know and uh, especially but, uh, yeah. I agree. I'd really be down to revisit like what what happened in that interlude. I hope we see what happens. Mm. On that note about Gene, I think one beautiful thing about that scene, the fact that he went to take the shot, is that if you remember in season two, he hesitates and nearly dies to kill somebody. In season oh, wow. Two. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, Armin has to save his, save his life. And Armin's the one who pulls the trigger and uh, kills one of Kenny's men. Oh. Remember that? that that's coming back to me now. Yeah. Now, uh... Gene, there's a whole, not arc, but there was a couple scenes where they referenced like he didn't really have the balls for a second. Or he didn't have... The instinct to kill another person you know titans mm. killing titans was different for him yeah and then you know he he focuses up and he's able to fight properly when they have to face down against kenny's men towards the end of season three part one but that was a moment where he had a problem killing people 
Mm. And you can see in this episode, he's taken a big step up in terms of tactically leading the crew. He's um, he has been a standout. Like you can tell. Yeah. I think the, the only one we haven't really seen much of is I guess would be Connie. His story yeah. is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, because uh, she's queen. She's probably hanging back. For all we know, yeah. um, I guess uh, you know Sasha's doing her thing too. So of like the original main crew, I can't. Everyone's more or less been, like there and accounted for. Like obviously Levi and Han just side, but of like the original mm-hmm. gang, like of training, I guess who who would be left at this point? Yeah, I don't, we've seen Jean, Flock, Levi, Hanji. Um, Sasha has had some great mm-hmm. moments. Armin now. I can't remember. Also, too, I don't think Armin was the one who uh, trapped Piek and Porco yeah, down the that hole. Yeah, now that we've seen what he actually looks like. So who yeah. the hell was that? Was that just like a new... You know, we had lots of new scouts in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, lots of red shirts that bit the bullet. Maybe... I don't know who that was. I don't know what the deal was there. There was weird... There was weird screen time and, and specific shots on that character to not be someone significant, I feel. Yeah, or yeah. I was going to say, or it was Armin literally wearing a fake beard, but his whole body looks different. So Yeah, like that was a very lanky character and like looked very uh, stretched out. Kind of peculiar. Yeah. Okay, so... Anyways, yeah, let's get down to it. Yeah, the first thing, I mean, you know, the episode opens and Reiner is having like a bad bout of narcolepsy or he's having like a literal... You know what it reminded me of is... Um, Padme at the end of Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert yeah. for Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. the The reason she dies at the end is she simply lost the will to live. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And I was like, "What, really? Like she's dying of a broken heart?" Yeah, Falco, Falco gave a, gave us a little bit of expo- exposition on that of, "Oh, he should be healing." Unless, you know, Unless he, doesn't he doesn't have the will to, to live. <laughs> this like, is an oh. interesting, you know, I'll accept yeah. that. But, I, I mean, I kind of get it. It feels like, especially after seeing what Aaron did with his leg, like yeah. regenerating it on command, it feels like the Titan Shifters, they do have command mm. or, or some kind of, you know, awareness, at least consciously or subconsciously, to heal themselves or, sure. you know, to influence their healing. So maybe if Reiner just didn't want to come back, you know, maybe, well, not maybe, I think that is what they were alluding to. At least yeah, I don't, I don't think he wanted to. And I think even, obviously, like this, you know, the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but I still don't think he wants to be present in this situation. I feel like he's, he's, it's been coaxed out of him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's still not his decision. And I think that's just going to end disastrously for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Reiner is just a slave to the, he's a slave to both sides. Yeah, I have a f- poor feeling or a bad feeling that, you know, him taking his power back is not going to be, like, a good thing. You no, know, it won't for be, either side. Yeah, we'll be super happy because I don't even think he knows what he wants. He's just such a... He's so split in two and messed yeah. up as a result of everything going on um, around him that he's had such little control over. Huge yeah. bummer. Yeah. Um, how about the role reversal? That Because the episode starts on you know levi and co encircling galliard yeah did you like that role reversal oh it was was, titan shows up yeah seeing them seeing them coming in from uh like yeah their their angle of swooping in on him and piak is a what a monster like the foresight on her to get the the panzer crew involved um you can it just goes to show that every titan you know whether it's like marley or you know parody like they are monstrous. Like I know, you know, like you know, 
no, pun intended, like, you know, they're so unique on the battlefield. They have their, their pros and their cons, but like, she is terrifying, you know, yeah. like in a combat perspective, like they, she was just literally was red dust half the episode. Kind of like uh kind of Armin vibes, like very yeah. quick tactically. She's c- clearly got some intellect. If you remember, yeah. you know, she's giving sound tactical advice to Galliard who just wants to like charge. Trying. Yeah. That was pleading. I found that was pleading with him to like, because this kind of went back to what we were talking about last episode. Like he's never faced them, mm-hmm. you know, and he, the hubris was at play. Like, like right as the episode closed, like, you know, he thought he was all hot shit and they, they kind of just swarmed him. And then she bails him out. She bails him out. And she's like, you know, and she says that like, what's the rush? Like we have that, like, <laughs> you know, going back to Star Wars, like we have the higher ground here. They did. You know, <laughs> you know? For, and, a, for a sec there, I was like, okay, how are we going to get out of this? Yeah. And they, Galliard literally shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, he. it's funny seeing... Uh, that was one of my... Again, one of my favorite or, or themes of this episode is just roll, just the reversal. Yeah. Because the episode, you know, towards the end of last episode, it looked like the scouts had the advantage. We quickly flipped that on their heads as Beast and Piek both show up. Now we're out my, outnumbered, mm. four Titans to one, because of the whole... Warhammer is sort of there, sort of not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beast shows up. We don't know where he shows up from or like mm. what the distraction was or if it went bad or what the plan is there, but whatever, he shows up. Um, and then, you know, we see that reinforcements are pouring in for Marley and Card Titan's uh, Panzer unit is ripping scout- scouts out of the sky. That looked pretty bad. And yeah. the coordination of the scouts was just so fucking killer. Yeah, Gene leading that too. It was like, you know, retreat. And you could tell, Gene, it was a very Gene heavy episode. It was. Yeah. And it's so easy to forget, but like, you know, he had some, a lot of moments in season one, butting heads with Aaron, you know, trying to be a bit of a leader. In mm. season one, you know, around the time when Aaron bites the dust, um, he has to like lead scouts to a room to try and get. You know, there are the surviving scouts. He has to lead them back to uh, headquarters to try and get gas. Mm. He, like, takes on the leadership role tactically, like, tells them how and where to go. You can tell that he's kind of come into his own. He doesn't yeah. really... He's juggling all that pretty well, which is pretty cool character progression. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, man, Galliard charges in, fucks everything up. Abs- oh, my God. Like, you know, I it was, it was so funny. You know, I was doing some reading this week, just, you know, seeing what everyone else is consensuses of the season and like every comment i've on twitter and reddit is like l l l (laughs) (laughs) like and it's true though like he it's they really set him up for this moment too like in thinking back like all the confrontations he's had with reiner and you know like it 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 wasn't necessarily a bully thing it could have just been you know like just beef they have between the two of them. At, I think that's what they alluded to at first, but it just really goes to show like how out of touch of the situation he was. And, you know, he let his emotions, you know, get the better, better of there and just dove right in. And, and, you know, like, and the second he acted, the scouts were on him instantaneously. Mikasa made that read. You could, Oh, tell, absolutely. Yeah. You could tell they kind of had his number, but to be fair, I think the colossal explosion and the debut of Armin's colossal titan happens first, right? Uh, let me think. I think it goes colossal explosion takes out all of the Marleyan reinforcements, and I think there was like a number at one point that was like associated with how many people were on their way. It was tens of thousands. 
I feel like they said 30,000. 30,000, okay. 30,000. So let's assume that Armin may or may not have just nuked 30,000 people to death. Mm. Which yeah. I, I would really have to take some time with that. <laughs> but uh... Yeah. Um, and man, his, his dialogue too as he comes <sighs> out. Bertold. Yeah. Just that he... moment of like, because in a weird way, the only person that knows how he feels is Bertold. Yeah, and he actually says, he has a good yeah. line, again, with the poignant dialogue, right? Mm. Like, this is definitely a theme. As you mentioned earlier, there isn't a ton of dialogue this episode. Yeah. But, again, like, they sneak a couple in, like, mm-hmm. very quick lines, and he just says something like, are these the sights that you saw? These are the sights you must have seen, I think, yeah. yeah. Like, just... And they set it up, too. They, they showed the kid. There's, like, the kids playing or, you know, the kind of... Or the kid crying in the rumble, and then it kind of cuts to Armin and... Dude. Armin sees the same kid, and I was like, oh, my God. Like That kid crying in the rubble, more trivia for you. That oh. kid crying in the rubble, they show that kid in the end credits of season three, part two. Same What? Frame. Same frame. Really? Yeah. Like, they're just, like, like it's at the end of, at the very end of season three, obviously, the very last yeah. episode. They're just showing these, like, scenes, like, war scenes, it looks like. Okay. And that same frame of a kid stuck under a boulder, exact same kid, is at the end of season three, part two. It looks like Mappa just put a bit of a filter on it. Sure. Because he looks like he's in daylight. Oh, okay. In uh, in the end credits of season three. But yeah, they use the same kid. Brutal. And you can tell Armin... You can tell Armin is very invested in the situation mm-hmm. because he has that moment of remorse and like compassion for i think for like what he did yeah. like to the people but when he you know when he's on that blimp which you know that happens and he's up there and it's just back to business like stone cold like yeah our plan is gonna work kind of thing you know like he's in it again like he's not he let the moment be the moment and i'm sure he'll, he'll be thinking about it for the rest of his mm-hmm. life but it was it just oh, these characters have grown so much you know like we haven't like really grown with them completely because we have like like this big span of time that we've mm-hmm. missed but they're not the same characters like they are but they're not yeah you would never think of armin as a character with killer instinct no you know like he may have pulled the trigger that one time to save gene yeah but you know this is different like it's you know it's very quite literally like a nuke yeah you know what i mean he, he erases an entire part of the town and everybody in it and lots and lots of battleships full of probably all kinds of reinforcements well i think that's what the nuke was i think they were just they were loaded with you know the all the weaponry and probably Mm -hmm. the mortar shells or what have you and just you know it was similar to when Bertolt did the same thing earlier in the season right Mm -hmm. they showed him sneaking into a camp and he went off and you know they see the nuke going off in the distance also the uh you know as far as i can tell and everything I've, i've read it looks like that is you know the only hand-drawn titan in the whole episode as they hand drew no cg on the colossal titan he looked fucking haunting which yeah yeah he did the um, the red glow too the aftermath mm, yeah <sighs> brutal um but that so that sparks another reversal which is what we were getting at right armin goes boom galliard charges forward and as this is happening piek realizes like oh shit they're gonna they're gonna move and right as she's saying there here comes their attack yeah Levi they're takes on. out the beast yeah, and then her shortly afterwards. Yeah, I love. And, uh, go ahead. Well, and that's the thing too. There's a couple, a couple interesting things with the beast, which maybe we'll save that for a little later. But when, like, 
they are on top of all three of them. Like, I know you said Mikasa was, like, ready to go. Like, she read the situation. But, like, they hit all three of them sim- almost simultaneously. Yep. I don't... It ha- like, you know, that's the thing. Like, had everything's improvised at this point, right? Like, there's no plan for what's going on. There's, like, the general beats of, you know, what I'm assuming Hanji is doing up it, top there. It's tricky, right? It's hard yeah. to say how... Pl- how f- detailed the plan was because yeah. they can't have pictured how everything would go but I, it does feel like you know levi having the grenades ready being there the second attention shifts to take out the beast yeah and sasha just being there ready to take out um i mean that may have just been like a good tactical decision sure but it was it was really well coordinated and that's the thing too like levi the, one of the best shots in the episode is you know the beast titans they kind of like walking you know, towards like the arena. Yeah. And it's just like Levi with his back to him. Yeah. And just kind of like, you know, looking, just, looking at the time, right? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing too. The, the, there's a couple of spooky things the beast Titan said. Yeah. Hit me up here. I have well, some questions. So the, the Aaron, Aaron Yeager is not our enemy thing. That wasn't surprising, you know, cause he said as much, like he said, like Aaron, like I'm going to come and rescue. That was last season. You know, so we know there's some like you know maybe some brotherly allegiance there at mm-hmm. play, but he makes he makes a, such a specific <laughs> and it was it seemed a little like force fed, but he makes a specific reference to Levi. You're running out of time. Cuts to Levi looking at a watch. Yeah, so I think there's something weird here. Yeah, um, and a lot of it is from this episode. Sure, but some of it is not. So one is like we know that Zeke got distracted and sent to the front. Yeah, we know he's smart because he's you know appears to be relatively intelligent. So mm-hmm. he goes and gets distracted. We're not shown what he does at the front, or how he comes to his senses, or if he was like briefly incapacitated and then worked it out. Yeah, he just disappears and then he just reappears, and then there's this whole you're running out of time with with Levi. Like, is this just awkward or is there something weird going on? Also, we're not shown. At the all. death. The, we're not showing the death. Yeah. Um, it was like super killer and super savage by Levi. I loved yeah. it. Just on him. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. him. You know, no bullshit. No, like, fun, you know, I would have, of course, loved like a sick uh, fight scene, but because this wasn't really a fight. It was an assassination. Absolutely. And then Levi goes in with the finishing uh, with the grenade, which is killer. It was just but, all smoke, though. Like, there's, you're, are you trying to tell me you're not going to show that? Yeah. And then like, the other weird thing. And this could be a reach, but hear me out. Is like back in episode two or something. Yeah. Three, when we first meet Aaron, he's playing with a baseball. And it's like, why bother showing this frame of a baseball? And the only character that has any kind of even remote attachment to baseball is the Beast Titan from Perching the Perfect Game. He's made mm. a ton of jokes about it. I'm not saying that Zeke is working with the scouts. I think it's not the craziest thing in the world. But no. but I, I think it I think there's more here. I don't think he's well, dead. Because you and I... No, I don't think he's dead at all, for sure. Like, whether he's incapacitated or, you know... I would say incapacitated, for sure. But there was the episode in season two... Or, sorry, episode two of this season, where, mm-hmm. like, he sits down with all, you know, the rest of the warriors. And, you know, like... Like, it's... He's aware that he's being listened in on. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of just chalk that up as to, like, you know, the... You know, we I think you and I had some theories, but, like, you know, either, like... They know the warriors aren't trusted and all their conversations aren't, you know, they're considered public mm-hmm. as far as they're concerned or the the Marley government is concerned. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually kind of thinking Zeke might be up to something. I got a weird theory offshoot. 
Okay. It seems random, but but hear me out. Yeah. You know how Aaron connected the dots of he was able to use the founding Titan coordinate abilities when he touched Dina Fritz mm. at the end of uh, season two? Sure. And he connects the dots being like, oh, like, I can't say this because what would the military do to Historia? Because she's of royal blood. Mm. But Aaron knows that Zeke is of royal blood as well because of his their their you know zeke's mother yeah what if part of the plan is to take him back alive as prisoner keep him alive and you know keep him there for aaron to use as uh you know some kind of conduit Mm. against his will or 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 allowingly you know maybe they've reached some kind of understanding i don't know i think there's something there there's so, I, I for sure that there we're we're gonna come back to that, but I find that surprising that Levi would play ball with that, you know, because what actually now that I'm saying it now or now that we're talking about it, what I just thought of is what if this is the scouts trying to have some leverage over Aaron? Yeah, Aaron's trying to col- looks like Aaron's starting trying to collect the you know the Titan. Got to catch them you all. Got to catch them all, and this could be their way of keeping the Beast Titan away from Aaron. That's an interesting thought too, yeah. it, because it yeah it's hard to say if they're all acting as a unified unit right now. Probably not, because I can't imagine Levi is going to willingly let Zeke go after True. what he did to Erwin. There's no way. And all the scouts, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's an interesting. So yeah, I think we both agree Zeke's death or the attack on him is suspect. Mm-hmm. Yo, piece of sick trivia for you, bud. Let's hit me. Not trivia, a detail. Okay. Levi takes him out and throws the grenade in, right? Sure. As he lands, he throws one of his his blades into Zeke's face so that his other hand can grab the, the grenade. Okay. He's in the exact same pose as the statue of Helos in that moment. Oh, wow. Like, Levi is the real Helos is kind of like the wink there because he actually did just take out a fucking Titan. Holy shit. Isn't that neat? That's that's a good pick. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily like means anything. I sure. think it's just a neat little detail that if you go back and look at the statue of Helos from the theater production, it's in the yeah. exact same pose. Well, if there's anything we've learned this season, they really they're doing a lot of visual storytelling. Yeah, big time. Yeah, little details. Little detail, little stuff. That's really cool. Fucking loved that one. I gotta check that. I gotta go back and watch that. Um, how about Sasha? Fucking take sniping. Sniping out the uh, Panzer unit. <laughs> Sasha is in her element. Like, just the... It, it was it was actually kind of, like, you know, it sounds weird to say, but it was kind of nice to seeing, like, Piak working in harmony with, like, the Panzer unit. You can tell, like, you know, because there's that moment where... Um, I don't think it's... No, it's definitely not Gene. It's just, like, you know, one of the scouts comes down in with a thunder, uh, thunder spear, and, you know, the... Galliard comes swooping in and snatches him away and like pretty brutal probably one of the most brutal things in the episode is when he just throws the body and you can see it crumple on the roof as it like kind of makes contact yeah um but like the team is like all like like oh like porco like thank you you know like they're mm-hmm. they're working as a unit and you know the you, you can tell it, it in like a you know like a 30 second scene it really shows that like they have worked as a unit before it was like genuine chemistry yeah, between it's, like it's, her it, and her unit it's the exact same of what we're seeing the scouts do yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. they're quick thinking coordination they're just like on each other's pulse yeah um yeah her and and galliard working together the panzer unit 
That was killer, man. And, and then Buddy, but and that was too like you know Sasha makes her shot, and you know you know she made her shot, but like the firing is still going, and then it like it tapers off. You're like, oh my, and then like Jean on her like yeah instantly. And I uh, I love too like you know the fact that we're showing her with a gun because she's always been a pretty good shot with a bow and arrow in the past. Yeah. And I also like that it's not we're not making the funny potato girl jokes. No. Like, uh, I think I was telling you, I'm watching season one and two. Mm-hmm. It's all food read, related. I, it, every scene she's in, there's a food joke. And it's funny, yeah. though. Like, it's genuinely funny. Yeah. The whole yeah. way. But there's, like, nothing funny about this part, right? No. She's no. literally just dusting people. Headshot, headshot. Also, a detail, like a little personal detail that was neat, was in the guy that she killed, in his panzer dome, whatever you want to call it, his, sure. his compartment... There were pictures of him and the rest of the Panzer unit on the inside. Oh, kind of like how you would get in, like, yeah, you know, in those World War Two movies, like Fury, they all have when pictures. they're in the tank. Yeah, 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 exactly like that. That's she killed yeah. a real human being. That's what it is. It's real war. They're not just killing Titans anymore, and they're not just killing thugs. Like it's not like Kenny's crew, where like they were more or less gangsters, like two bit gangsters. Yeah, kind of in, in the embodiments of the bad guys. This is much more complex. Very complex, and this the season has been per- like really almost perfect at showing like the complexity of war and like both sides. You know, like it's it's hard. You know, it's hard to watch like a war movie and be like, oh, you know what? I bet those Nazis they they got it pretty rough. You know, it's exactly. I totally agree. It's, yeah, it's this, hard to yeah. uh, root for the other side when it's like a World War Two epic. You know, Saving Private Ryan. No one's wondering about like the plight of the other side. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Like it's, and you know, like obviously, like I bought my bias because you know we've had all this history with the rest of the characters, but like when Piet gets like thrown, you know, she she goes down from the top, you know, the Dude. building and down into like the alley. And I'm like, fuck. Like for me, it was that scene. It was the scene of, you know, Gene comes in and he actually says, "This is for last time." And yeah. I, I had to think about that. I was like, "What has he got against her? Has he even met her?" But if you remember, end of season three, Piek is the one that rescues Reiner, a, ju- literally out of Jean's hands. Oh, I they've, I they've met before in Paradis. Jean was there with Hanji or with Hanj, and they had Reiner captive. Okay. And this was after Zeke got diced up by Levi, and they're trying to make their exit. And uh, they had Reiner captive, and Pierre oh, and they're back in. in the city. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, and I remember now. Yeah, she lunges at Hanj. Jean gets her out of the way, but she manages to rescue rescue Reiner out of there. Mm. So I'm thinking that's what he meant by this is for last time, as he yep. goes in for the kill. But for me, dude, you mentioned like her falling between the buildings was sad, which it was. Yeah. But for me, it was all of the Panzer unit people yelling for each other. Oh, screw! Yeah, that was pretty. Br- and visceral. then, and then the Piek saying "you guys" and the fire from behind her coming in an explosion. Yeah, one of the most beautifully animated sequences that they've done. For that sure, that was so so well done. Like all the, it's crazy seeing an explosion that way because you know it's like from inside almost. Mm-hmm. You see yeah. it come up behind her neck. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, uh, rough, rough go. The, uh, and you know what? It, we spent like 30 seconds with these guys across two episodes you know it's it, you you feel for them like it's brutal like it's the show man <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think like 
do you think she bleeds out? Because it, it seems like, you know, Gabby and co are saying, like, they're not known for their toughness. She's not regenerating quick enough. At first, I was like, okay, well, are they going to make Falco eat her or Gabby eat her or somebody just to keep hold of the uh, of the cart? Or do you think she's <sighs> a casualty? It's hard to say. I feel like if they were going to ice her like that, she wouldn't have made it out. You know, maybe she has... Uh... I don't know. I don't think PX out for the count. I also, I for sure don't think Galliard is either. Like, I think the end of the episode kind of, you know, it's like, yeah. it's like I said last week, like Reiner's definitely in a little, you know, bit of irony. Iron is, Reiner's going to be the one saving uh, Galliard's ass. Yeah. Yeah. That, that seems like it's going to end up being a good prediction. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not too sure about PX. It's, they've, I, I did think in that, you know, in that scene where like Gabby and uh, Falco are kind of like over her body and also great McGath, great McGath episode. He had some good moments, um, like a weirdly fatherly moment with Falco. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah okay. you know, like it's, you know, Falco's trying to like report and McGath is like cutting him off. Like, are you all right? Like, you know, like, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? It wasn't like where you've been. It's not this. It's like, are you okay? Yeah, he's not uh, blood and guts. Like, here's your assignment. Get moving. He's yeah. Well being was checked first. Really, they have definitely humanized him. Yeah, absolutely. In, in, in like in this, and who knows what's going to happen post this fight, but it's like in the moment, like it's it's all gut reaction, right? Like mm-hmm. it's you know it's. I'm sure he see like in this moment, like this isn't like a war. This isn't like these kids. Like this is like an ambush. This is. This is not, this is like guerrilla warfare, you know, this is not what they're used to. So like in that moment, him like worrying about them was very legit. And I bought, completely bought it. Oh, I bought it too. Yeah. Um, How about, you know, the uh, Warhammer Titan taking another Hail Mary shot and impaling, impaling Aaron with what she had left in the tank? Really cool. And then also, I really like just the, like, again, hand drawn, the shell of her. You know, yeah. it's just like the outer casing. It's not like any of the innards. Like you don't see the mouth of the face or the eyes or anything. Oh yeah, like this sort of half Titan she con- conquers. Yeah, yeah. As she shoots the spire, and then also like that whole leads into Aaron. More like what we talked about earlier of Aaron, just like being just an absolute assassin. <laughs> like dude, you know, all business, and he yeah. timed it too. He got the armor up in time. Yeah, and uh, was able to block her from landing what may have been a killer blow. And and you know like his assessment, he's like, oh yeah, like she's she's gassed here, like she's uh, out of moves. Yeah, she could have had me, but she didn't. And you know, like, that's where. What's killer, um, is because Galliard actually mentions, you know, Aaron jumps out of his Titan and brings up a third, in yep. like a pretty short amount of time. The third Titan in one conflict. We've never seen that before, have we? We haven't, and it what it made me think of, was, the end of season two when Aaron is having a full-on mental breakdown because he can't transform in time to save Hannes from being Oh, eaten. yeah. And he just sort of lost it at that point. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, he, you know, yeah. he, he was just, his body was uh, rejecting it. His, his, you know, his hands were cut off and they hadn't healed yet. And he just didn't have enough stamina or strength or whatever you want to talk or whatever you want to call it. He didn't have enough no. to, to transform and he had to watch someone else die again. And Not this now, time, though. He's got the juice. He's got it for days. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the th- third time, and he's he seems fine. Fucker's yeah. not even winded. No, exactly. And that's the thing, too. Like, you know, usually they're pretty good at showing, like, if someone looks sweaty or, they're, like, they're gassed. Like, he, he just looks normal. Yeah. Like, almost soulless. 
Yeah, he's all yeah. business there, man. That was uh, that was killer. I like seeing that. And then uh, this is around the time, you know, uh, Galliard goes for him. I loved that fucking that Picasso whole taking him out <sighs> by the legs. I love the switch though too of like Galliard makes that he connects Liard or uh, Aaron decks him. Yeah, I laughed at that. I was like, <laughs> that's what you get for charging. Well, but, he also takes Aaron's arm. That's the thing is at first yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what you get for coming at my boy all hot. Yeah. But then he reverses it, you know, bites off the arm and then just starts clawing the shit out of Aaron's face. Yeah. And then which reveals that, you know, he can crack through that. Uh, oh, you know, that's oh, my God. There's it's quick there's, tactical thinking on Aaron. There's so many there's so many moments in this episode that kind of calls back to ideas we've had. This I think it reveals that they still don't know what to do with Annie. I think Annie's still sitting in her chrysalis somewhere and, you know, has not been able to break out. I agree. Because, because uh, go ahead. Which, well, it just also, too, like Aaron bites, you know, the 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 pod and just, it, they have a close-up of his face and all his teeth are missing and the gore. And like, it's, it's so fucking brutal. He's not giving a fuck. He's like, oh, no. that won't work. What's next? No. Nice try. My teeth didn't do it. And then, you know, he puts two and two together with, uh, you know, as we said earlier, he turns a uh, galliard into a, a nutcracker, which yeah. I mean, everyone saw that foreshadowing coming. I did not think that it would pay off in that same episode. No, I didn't either. Yeah, that was crazy. It happened so fast. Gotta appreciate how quick Mikasa was on the uptake too. Just like his totally Aaron's bodyguard that whole fight too. Absolutely, as as usual, obviously. But I loved the way they shot that. Galliard charging in, and then just a quick flash to Mikasa's eyes, and fing, there go yeah. your legs. Yeah. And then Aaron too, like ripping off his arm and his le- both his arms, and that that was visceral, very visceral. Like I, when he rips the first one off, he literally just like doesn't think about it, just throws the arm, and it crashes into a building. And like they don't like close up on on the arm or anything like that, but like it's it's in the wide shot, and you can just see it, and it just like it don't need just, this. Yeah, and just you, but you see it crash into the in the building, and you're just like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> I thought he was gonna take one arm and take it home for safekeeping, but I was like, "Oh!" But he's like, "Nah, that'll take too long. I'll do it yeah, now." I'm good. <laughs> and honestly, this probably the most unsettling thing in this in this entire episode for me was when he, you know, he got he has you know, Galliard has his teeth wrapped around like the the pod, and at you know, and he lifts it up, and he's like in the process of like trying to crush it. The um he just had his his mouth open and i was like oh like is he like roaring right now and there's like a weird audio thing yeah. but like from the get-go he was like i'm waiting i'm waiting for the juice you know like it was it was just oh, something that's what that was and yeah. i i caught it on my second watch and it just i was like oh that's weird like is there is some audio missing like i really thought there was something weird about that and then i was like oh he's just he knows this is gonna work and he's just waiting for it okay see i had a that's such a great take i didn't see that coming at all i was like i thought that was a weird direction choice like because it did work in that there was no music and no roars and all you heard was galliard kind of pleading for for aaron to stop yeah which was no doubt effective and haunting and like super sad even if you don't like galliard you know you can definitely you you, that's a rough position to be in Mm -hmm. um but i thought like man aaron should be roaring or there should be music like these shots of aaron's face are too weird when they're silent 
Um, but it makes a lot of sense if his mouth is sitting open because he's waiting to <laughs> he's, he's waiting, waiting to, to f- swallow her down. He's waiting to feed. It was it was like, you know, I, I've I said this last week. Like he's fully animalistic. You know, like he's completely operating on a like instinct level at this point. You know, we had, we had joked about you going ultra instinct, but it's like you know what? Like he's just he's so in the moment. In like these past three episodes, yeah. like even when he was sitting down with Reiner, like having the conversation, it was very, it was very, uh, like reactive. You know, like we we had also mentioned too, like maybe it was like kind of into the theatric, you know, in the the whole overall mm-hmm. theme of like theatrics. But like he was like, you know, he was improvising. You know, he was like yes anding with you know Reiner and kind of like what Willie would say, and it would you know ha- cue him to lead into something. Like he's um, Aaron man, like he's been very unsettling super unsettling and i I don't often think about voice acting but it's hard not to give props here because absolutely because we've been we've listened to this kid yell his head off for so many years and like this very restrained performance obviously like that all comes from the character but the voice actor is nailing it Mm -hmm. he's so restrained um it's un like you said it's unsettling yeah another unsettling thing is like you know, it. We barely have time to process that blow, and the way he starts bashing Galliard's face in yeah. to get ready to eat him. I don't uh, know why he used to go for the kill. That, that is my nitpick. Of this that was episode. theatric. Yeah, that, mine too is like, okay, I get it. It's we have to get the next time on Dragon Ball Z moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, but like, you know, he probably didn't need to do that, uh, and it it really doesn't seem like he's relishing combat and making people suffer these days. He's very objective oriented, so I don't mm. think he would have taken the time to do that. Sure. Um, and he was, you know, seconds from biting down and grabbing another one. I don't think uh, that made you know a ton of sense, but I but I get it. It's like a creative liberty. It sure. It's it for the purpose of storytelling, so fine, I'll allow it. They need they they've set it up. They have to have Reiner save Galliard. Yeah. I'm, yeah, that's what that was. <laughs> I'm very curious uh, what happens to these three Titans that are in really bad shape. You know, to Piek, Galliard, and Reiner. It feels like at any moment they could go. Zeke's a question mark. It is good to know that Aaron 100% has the Warhammer Titan. Yeah, also, to, you know, going back a little bit, when he when he drinks the blood of, you know, uh, oh, yeah. is, the just like the shot of his eye... Like kind of doing like a little pulse. Yeah, the, when he like swallows the dilation the, of the pupil. Yeah. yeah, the dilation of the pupil. I was just like, ooh, that was chilling. That was, was really like, good. Ooh. That was well drawn. I love that. I, I'm. It also makes me curious. Like, is he gonna have control over all of her abilities now? He's like relatively mastered the armor ability already. Like Jesus Christ, are they gonna the have ass- to worry about that? The assumption would be there would have to be a learning curve, or you know, and for a moment too, I had wondered if maybe. Uh, Galliard might have gotten some of the blood too. Mm. At the angle, I, I don't think so because he kind of like was holding him like a like a siphon, like he was doing a yeah. fucking beer bong or something. Yeah, but the uh, old, the old beer bong, Galliard. Beer bong. <laughs> Poor guy. Put on a shirt, but uh, no. And then, well, this leads to you know, Ryan, you know, the screams of Gabby and Falco. That was that was a lot. <laughs> I had to it turn was, the TV down for I that. Did, I had to turn it down too. That was genuinely annoying, but uh, yeah. I think that was. It was well, you know, the, the point came across. It feels like Reiner was finally getting some REM sleep. Yeah. And uh, and they were like the worst snooze alarm clock on the planet. Yeah, and you could tell he's just like, leave me alone. like you So know, ready me... to die. Yeah. Just let me check out. 
Yeah. This definitely but, feels like his last, he's going to be on his last legs here. Well, and that's the thing too, because, so we get the reveal of Reiner. Yeah. He of the armor Titan. He looks significantly different. I wonder what's going on there. <laughs> you know, yeah. is, is that him like not being able to fully form into the Titan because he's weakened or is this like a whole new, like a, yeah, did he evolve? Yeah, I don't think I think it's a sign of weakness. I don't think it's a sign of uh, evolution. Just just based on, it feels like he took some damage in the Aaron explosion, and yeah. especially the fact that he was unconscious and he had bare, he had like generated sort of a fort just mm. for just Falco, for, to save yeah. Falco. So it feels like he's in some trouble. I don't think this is a good sign if you're if you're him. Yeah. Um, before we end that episode, there's a couple things I'm curious about. The main one is, um, you know, the Zeppelin comes in. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. We 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 kind of skipped over that. You know, we see Hanj and we see Armin. I love like the note. We we learned that this was Armin's plan. Yeah. Obviously. Very Irwin. Yeah. Very Irwin like. Very gamblish like. Did Irwin Ir- did Irwin possess you? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking killer. I uh I loved that you know that like that tip of the cap and uh, to all the history. Yeah. But the guy. And I could be way off, but the guy piloting the Zeppelin, the black guy. That must be our first time seeing him. He, he's, he's in Marley in, or, or gear. Okay, so this is my question. Yeah, I think she, uh, Hanj calls him Onya Capone. I think it's his name. Okay. I was going to propose, is this just a new character? Or is this maybe one of perhaps many insiders that they've converted, like Marleyan sympathizers or inside intel that might be working against Marley from the inside. That was when I saw the the uniform. That was the first thing I thought of. Like this, probably a defector of some sort. Yeah. Um, did we maybe? I was like, I don't know if we. we I don't recognize the, him at all. Yeah, and I was like, did did our crew learn how to fly zeppelins real quick, or what's the deal? Um, oh man, you know what that just made me think of is that. All of those fun conversations of Armin talking about how he can't wait to be in the sea. <laughs> and the first time we see him in the sea, he's committing a mass murder. <laughs> yeah, ruin it for himself. <laughs> That's a rough go. But uh, but also, too, that it shows like, what they were doing with the lights. Yep, love that. Yeah, yeah that love was a little detail. Again, feels like an Armin plan, like little detail. Yeah. And then, yeah, so this Onya Capone guy. I wonder where he comes from. I'm sure, I feel like we're going to get more... I do think we're due for a uh, another exposition episode. Yeah, you want my prediction for uh, for next episode though? Yeah, hit me. Quick one. Yeah. I think I boldly propose that fucking Azuma Bito is gonna be on that Zeppelin. I'm telling you, Grant. <laughs> She's gonna be like, so how'd it go? Yeah, how we doing? Are we on the on schedule? I don't, okay, maybe not, but it would not surprise me if there was more intel. You know, if we had more insiders, uh, yeah. at least this Anya Capone guy. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, I think there's some more water to uh, your Azuma Bido theory for sure. Just maybe in the line, and that's the thing too, because like she could be lined up with Zeke too. Like this, we don't know. Yeah, there's definitely some Zeke stuff. Uh, backtracking again. Uh, the second I saw that Zeppelin, the first thing I thought of was, oh my god, they are going to drop Titans on the city fuck that would have been killer <laughs> that was the first thing i thought of because they did that at the beginning right like yeah. that was zeke and reiner and interest yeah god that would have been rough 
Yeah, uh, thankfully they didn't do that because I would. I feel like that would be a step too far for. Uh, yeah, we parody. already let off a nuke and killed thirty thousand people. We're probably good. Yeah. My God, pretty Army. crazy that the one. My guy, that was Armin. Um, did you watch the preview? Do you want to talk yeah. about that? Before yeah, absolutely. We, or Always we... watch it. Yeah, so I feel like it's a bit of a spoiler. You know, they. I think the first line of dialogue in the in the preview is the armor titan falls. It's like the first oh. thing they say. Did you catch that? Yeah, I don't I know did. if they mean quite literally, but the 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 scenes we see is Aaron on the Zeppelin, so it feels like he gets out safe. Mm. Could be a misdirect. Could, could be, be a misdirect. And Reiner's nowhere to be seen. It's like okay, so what happens here? Mm. It could be they're making. They could be making reference to like Reiner had fallen, like he was down in the, mm. you know, like they could be. The episode could start to prior to him coming out of the ground like that. Like we might get like a couple minutes of, you know, maybe like a quick retread of Aaron drinking or Aaron about to bite, mm-hmm. like leading up to that point of like him about to eat Galliard potentially. But um, yeah, I don't know. The maybe we'll get that exposition episode. We're, we're kind of craving. The one thing I noticed too is uh, Aaron on that blimp Zeppelin thing is the red shirts like the scouts are pointing guns at him at Aaron. Oh, he's in trouble, man. He yeah. uh he uh he's, he overstepped some boundaries for sure. He's like, "So, how is everyone else's <laughs> summer?" <laughs> oh my god, you're looking great, Gene. <laughs> I love the scruff. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's the, there's going to be some words had. Um the one thing, you know, the big question at least in that stinger, at least in that trailer preview thing is Gabby. Mm. Right? So it's called Assassin's Bullet. We know that, you know, she's grabbed guns a couple times. She stormed off. It seems like she might actually make it onto the blimp or Zeppelin. Mm. Do you think uh, she takes someone out or do you think she's a, a sad casualty and she gets maybe killed in action? No, I think Gabby's going the distance this uh, either till the very end or like the like she survives. I I don't. Th- I think Gabby is so persistent, very Aaron-like. Yeah. I don't think she's gonna. I think she's there to kill kill Aaron. She's not gonna kill Aaron. Uh, my theory is Mikasa. Yeah, Mikasa, yeah. Armin, Levi, or even see Sasha. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't say Levi, Levi going down. I think we're gonna get another Levi Zeke moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any that's the problem. Any every any and everybody on that. Uh, on that game. ship or Zeppelin is fair game, especially you know now that there's guns and modern warfare, and all she has to do is point and shoot. Um, that's rough, because, you know. But so many people on that side just paid the ultimate price and just got mm. dusted. Uh, if the scouts don't you know make it out with any major casualties, that would be surprising. So it feels like somebody might be right. It's Attack on Titan, Dave. There is you know. I know. I just I'd be sad if Mikasa got shot. <laughs> I would be too. I would be too. I'd be crushed. Like she's, uh, but you know, especially too, like her going out, if she does catch one, her going out on the terms she's with, with Aaron, yeah. I think would be pretty devastating. God, you're right about that. That'd you know, like though. even, uh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it would be army. It's, I think army's safe. He's already, he's already been wasted. So like, you know, I think he's got, well, you never know. That's that's the show, man. Like it's everyone's kind of safe, but everyone's kind of unsafe. You know, it's so all is fair in love and war. Something yeah, like that. yeah, absolutely. It's a rough one. Okay, 
Um, are we good? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as we mentioned last week, you know, we've been looking at analytics and stuff, and it looks like um, it is more than just our girlfriends listening to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, and you know our goal was for one person other that isn't direct, directly related to us or yeah. or dating us to listen and it seems like there's quite a bit more than that so mission accomplished we are thrilled yes uh, thank you that you're listening it feels like you know we're growing every week and that's awesome so tune in again next week we're going to continue on this Wednesday upload schedule um, you all know how this works, right? If you wanna, if you want this to keep going, uh, you know, comment, like, share, subscribe, j- just keep listening, um, and otherwise, we'll see you next week. Right on. See you guys later. Cheers.